The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's another new work week and another great feast day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, October 18th, 2021. Monday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time in the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Feast of St. Luke, the Evangelist. Luke wrote one of the major portions of the New Testament, a two-volume work comprising the Third Gospel and the Acts of the Apostles. In the two books, he shows the parallel between the life of Christ and that of the Church. Tradition holds him to be a native of Antioch. Paul calls him our beloved physician. His gospel was probably written between 70 and 84 AD. We believe that Luke died about 84 AD. Saint Luke, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that every baptized person may be engaged in evangelization available to the mission by being witnesses of a life that has the flavor of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You might have realized from some of my previous meditations that I like a sport called triathlon, and I'm a big fan of the biggest triathlon race, the Ironman. And when I talk about Iron Man, I'm not talking about the Marvel comic superhero, but about those real-life superheroes that swim, bike, and run, at least in my idea of superhero. So the other day, I was listening to a podcast. It was an interview to one of the great legends, Iron Man legends. His name is Craig Alexander also known as Crowey. He's from Australia and won the World Championship, Ironman Championship in Hawaii three times, which is very impressive. And they were asking him about his career, about how he ended up doing triathlon. And it's interesting because most triathletes begin at a young age. It was in his case. He was a soccer player in high school and also in college. That's what he did. He played soccer. 
But as every good Australian, he was a great swimmer, and he was uh, decent. I mean, he knew how to ride a bike decently well, and he would watch sometimes the race in Kona, why the Ironman Championship, and he would admire those guys who could swim, bike, run long distances at such high pace and you used to think, wow, amazing that they can do this. But he never really thought to himself that one day he would be one of them. And not only one of them running, but one of the guys winning the race three times. So looking back, many years after all this, he was kind of surprised that, hey, now I am one of those Iron Man. And this interview comes to mind when I read today's gospel. Because we read how Jesus, our Lord, appointed 72 disciples and he sent them ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. And he gives them this mission, this task, to prepare his coming, to help him in his mission and in his preaching. And then he says to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers to his harvest. Words from our Lord that still today, more than 2,000 years after this episode, are still very up-to-date. The harvest is still very abundant. And the laborers, we know, are still very few. People, men and women, who serve God with their lives are very few. And there is much to be done. So we need to ask the master of the harvest, God, to send more laborers. But as, as we think about these words from our Lord, as, as we think of this, Reminder from Jesus, we can think of Craig Alexander, this young man who is watching the Ironman race on TV, thinking, wow, these guys are awesome. Hopefully more people can run Ironmans. But never thinking to himself, hey, what about me? Maybe I can get up and be one of those men or women running this amazing race. Because sometimes we can fall into a little bit that mentality of, yeah, we need laborers, right? We need men and women who can serve God. We need disciples of Jesus Christ. God, please send them. God, send us more priests, more men and women who live religious life, more young men and women who decide to follow you and serve you, 
and spread your good message. And that's a great thing, and we all need to do that. We need to pray for vocation. Priests, religious, lay people, men and women, who serve God, especially young men and women. But we also need to look at ourselves and ask, what about me? Because if you look and think of this scene in the gospel that we're considering, Jesus is telling this precisely to the men who are going out to serve. He's not saying this to others who are staying behind and just watching this situation. He's telling precisely these, those who are serving him, those who are going in pairs, the disciples, who prayed for more. But they were already doing much. So let us pray for vocation. Let us ask God for more men and women to follow him. But let us also ask ourselves, what about me? What am I doing to serve you, Jesus? How am I putting my life at your service? Again, each one of us in our own situation, me as a priest, you may be also a priest. If you're still young enough, make that decision. If you haven't yet taken steps that would make it impossible for you to be a priest and getting married. But maybe in other ways that are great ways of serving God. If you're married, your married life by forming your children, by bringing them up in the Catholic faith as a professional, bringing Christ to your work, whatever that is. Whether you work in big tech, pharma, United Nations, the government, whether you're a lawyer or a journalist, whether you work from home, on Zoom or in person, each one of those environments need to find Jesus Christ. And it is precisely there that Jesus Christ might be calling you and sending you, just like he sent those 72 disciples to go to every town and place he intended to visit. And Jesus intends to visit each one of these environments. And you and I can bring him there. You and I can make him known. The harvest is abundant. And you and I can be laborers. Because there are very few. And if you don't bring Jesus, if you don't bring Christ to your office, to your school, to your workplace, then maybe no one else will. And that will be a pity. Let's pray about what each one of us can do to serve God, bring Jesus, to be a laborer for Christ, praying still for more labor because it's not enough. But starting with us, serving our Lord generously. Thank you, my God the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day in just a few minutes on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Feast of St. Luke, October 18th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day now as we join the whole church when we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth. And all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Their Their voice has gone gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of His hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard. Yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices, 
like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Their Their voice has gone gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. They proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasped the meaning of his deeds. They They proclaimed what God has done for us. They They grasped the meaning of his deeds. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin, and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. They They proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasped the meaning of his deeds. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. 
Light shines forth for the just, and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. They proclaimed the Lord's praises, told of his power to save, and of the wonders he had worked. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Barnabas took Saul in charge and introduced him to the apostles. He explained to them how on his journey Saul had seen the Lord, who had conversed with him, and how Saul had been speaking out fearlessly in the name of Jesus at Damascus. Saul stayed on with them, moving freely about Jerusalem and expressing himself quite openly in the name of the Lord. He even addressed the Greek-speaking Jews and debated with them. They, for their part, responded by trying to kill him. When the brothers learned of this, some of them took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Meanwhile, throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, the church was at peace. It was being built up and was making steady progress in fear of the Lord. At the same time, it enjoyed the increased consolation of the Holy Spirit. Those in the community who had been dispersed by the persecution that arose because of Stephen went as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, making the message known to none but Jews. However, some men of Cyprus and Cyrene among them who had come to Antioch began to talk even to the Greeks, announcing the good news of the Lord Jesus to them. The hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number of them believed and were converted to the Lord. News of this eventually reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, resulting in Barnabas's being sent to Antioch. On his arrival, he rejoiced to see the evidence of God's favor. He encouraged them all to remain firm in their commitment to the Lord, since he himself was a good man, filled with the Holy Spirit and faith. Thereby large numbers were added to the Lord. Then Barnabas went off to Tarsus to look for Saul. Once he had found him, he brought him back to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and instructed great numbers. It was in Antioch that the disciples were called Christians for the first time. The Word of the Lord. The Word of God continued to increase and spread everywhere, and and all all who were were destined for for eternal life life believed in it. The disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit, and And all who were destined for eternal life believed in it. A reading from a homily on the Gospels by St. Gregory the Great, Pope. Beloved brothers, our Lord and Savior sometimes gives us instruction by words and sometimes by actions. His very deeds are our commands, 
And whenever he acts silently, he is teaching us what we should do. For example, he sends his disciples out to preach two by two, because the precept of charity is twofold, love of God and love of one's neighbor. The Lord sends his disciples out to preach in twos in order to teach us silently that whoever fails in charity toward his neighbor should by no means take upon himself the office of preaching. Rightly is it said that he sent them ahead of him into every city and place where he himself was to go. For the Lord follows after the preachers, because preaching goes ahead to prepare the way. And then, when the words of exhortation have gone ahead and established truth in our minds, the Lord comes to live within us. To those who preach, Isaiah says, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight the paths of our God. And the psalmist tells them, Make a way for him who rises above the sunset. The Lord rises above the sunset because from that very place where he slept in death, he rose again and manifested a greater glory. He rises above the sunset because in his resurrection, he trampled underfoot the death which he endured. Therefore, we make a way for him who rises above the sunset when we preach his glory to you, so that when he himself follows after us, he may illumine you with his love. Let us listen now to his words as he sends his preachers forth. The harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. That the harvest is good, but the laborers are few, cannot be said without a heavy heart. For although there are many to hear the good news, there are only a few to preach it. Indeed, see how full the world is of priests, but yet in God's harvest a true laborer is rarely to be found. Although we have accepted the priestly office, we do not fulfill its demands. Think over, my beloved brothers, think over his words. Pray the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into his harvest. Pray for us so that we may be able to labor worthily on your behalf, that our tongue may not grow weary of exhortation, that after we have taken up the office of preaching, our silence may not bring us condemnation from the just judge. He carefully traced the whole story from the beginning and wrote his gospel, so, so that, that we, we might understand the, the truth of the teaching we had received. He gave us a record concerning all that Jesus did and taught so that we might understand the truth of the teaching we had received. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. 
The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Through all the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we place our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. Lord God, who chose St. Luke to reveal by his preaching and writings the mystery of your love for the poor, Grant that those who already glory in your name may persevere as one heart and one soul, and that all nations may merit to see your salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, coming up, we've got the Daily Gospel in Conversation with God and morning prayer. All straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Feast of St. Luke, October 18, 2021, it's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, 
The Lord is sending out disciples, depending on your translation, it's either 70 or 72. He's sending them out on a mission and giving them specific instructions from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to come. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and salute no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace shall rest upon him. But if not, it shall return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Just one example of how St. Luke cooperated with the promptings of the Holy Spirit and left us a magnificent account, not only of the life of Christ, but of the early church. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good tidings. We should thank St. Luke today for bringing good tidings to mankind because he was a faithful instrument in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Moved by the grace of divine inspiration, he passed on to us a remarkable gospel account as well as the history of primitive Christianity which we have in the Acts of the Apostles. As in all work done well, the inspired writing of sacred scripture required human effort. The help of God does not supplant human talent. Luke himself refers to the diligence involved in the task. After following up all things carefully from the very first, he made an orderly account. He indicates, too, that the information is in keeping with the testimony of those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning. The task of composition meant assiduously interviewing first-hand observers, most probably Our Lady herself, the apostles, and the protagonists of the miracles who were still alive. St. Jerome observes of his finely wrought style that it is a reflection of the reliability of his sources. Thanks to Luke's attentive correspondence with the grace of the Holy Spirit, today we can read an account of Jesus' infancy and the series of superb parables that he alone recounts. We recall the parable of the prodigal son, the one of the Good Samaritan, the other about the negligent administrator, and of course the episode of poor Lazarus and the rich man. Also unique to his gospel is the wonderful account of the two travelers to Emmaus. It is exquisitely crafted down to the last detail. 
St. Luke describes the divine mercy shown to those most in need of it as no other evangelist does. He stresses Christ's love for sinners to show that Jesus came to save those who were lost. He also relates to us the Lord's forgiving of the woman taken in adultery, his stay in the home of Zacchaeus of ill repute, and the gaze of Jesus that works a transformation in Peter after his denials. He tells us about Christ's promise of salvation to the repentant thief and of our Savior's prayer for those who crucify and insult him on Calvary. The role of women in society, seldom considered in the first century of Christianity, plays an important part in St. Luke's Gospel. Jesus makes a concerted effort to restore to them their dignity, and this evangelist alone describes several such figures, including the widow of name, the woman who bathed Christ's feet as a sign of her fervent repentance, and the Galileans who put their goods at Jesus' disposal to follow and serve him. Then there are his friends, the two sisters from Bethany, the stooped woman whom he cured, and the group of weeping women from Jerusalem who show Christ compassion while he carries the cross. We have a great deal for which to thank St. Luke. The man who was to become Pope John Paul I penned an imaginary letter of esteem to this particular gospel writer. You are the only one who offers us a moving account of the birth and infancy of Christ, which we can savor every Christmas. There is one verse that stands out above all the others. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, he was laid in a manger. This single phrase has given rise to crib scenes throughout the world and to thousands of beautiful paintings. These artistic creations are one more invitation for us to contemplate the life of the Holy Family in Bethlehem and share their daily life in Nazareth. Today we pause to consider the human perfection required and the effort involved in our own work. It may not stand out in a startling way so as to be admired by all, but all our tasks well done for God are of lasting value. This is the precious gift we always have at hand to offer our Lord. Work carried out without interest or attention to detail is not worthy of the name because it cannot be pleasing to God or of service to others. Let us pause to consider how we carry out the responsibilities that we should offer up every day for the glory of the Creator. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, we continue praying now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The holy evangelists searched the wisdom of past ages. Through their Gospels they confirmed the words of the prophets. The holy evangelists searched the wisdom of past ages. Through their Gospels, they confirmed the words of the prophets. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. 
so I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The holy evangelists search the wisdom of past ages. Through their Gospels they confirm the words of the prophets. Through the Gospel God called us to believe in the truth and to share the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Through the Gospel God called us to believe in the truth and to share the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, Bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Through the gospel, God called us to believe in the truth and to share the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many will praise their wisdom. It shall be remembered forever. 
Many will praise their wisdom. It shall be remembered forever. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in His people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy, and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips, and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Many will praise their wisdom. It shall be remembered forever. A reading from 1 Corinthians. Brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, and in which you stand firm. You are being saved by it at this very moment. I handed on to you first of all what I myself received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, and in accordance with the Scriptures, rose on the third day. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. They proclaim the Lord's praises, told of his power to save. They, they proclaim the Lord's praises, told of his power to save, and of the wonders he had worked. They told of his power to save. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. They proclaim the Lord's praises, told of his power to save. St. Luke gave us the gospel message and proclaimed Christ as the dawn from on high. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. St. Luke gave us the gospel message and proclaimed Christ as the dawn from on high. Let us sing a song of praise to our Savior who destroyed the power of death and made clear the path to life and immortality through the gospel. And let us petition him in so humble supplication. Strengthen Strengthen your your church church in faith faith and and love. You gave wonderful guidance to your church through her holy and distinguished teachers. May Christians rejoice always in the splendid legacy given to your church. Strengthen Strengthen your your church church in faith faith and and love. When their holy pastors prayed to you as Moses had done, you forgave the sins of the people. Through the intercessions of these holy pastors, continue to sanctify and purify your church. Strengthen your church in faith and love. You anointed your holy ones in the midst of their brothers and called the Holy Spirit down upon them. Fill all the leaders of your people with the Holy Spirit. Strengthen your church in faith and love. You yourself are the sole possession of your holy pastors. Grant that those you have redeemed with your blood may remain always in you. Strengthen your church in faith and love. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, who chose St. Luke to reveal by his preaching and writings the mystery of your love for the poor, grant that those who already glory in your name may persevere as one heart and one soul, and that all nations may merit to see your salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. St. Luke, pray for us. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid is along a little bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I hope to see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.